Welcome back, ladies and gents. This is F1 Flies. This is Peyton. This is Will. And this is Jared. And here we go. <laughs> what are we drinking, Will? We'll be drinking today with our flight. Um, we're going to be drinking Early Times, uh, Bottled and Bond. Um, it's a really good, I think, just everyday bottle that we uh, that I really enjoy. Um, then we're going to be moving on to a Russell's uh, Tenure. Um, it's pretty tasty. The proof is not um, too high at all. It's really good. And then we're going to finish off with a nice, delicious Henry McKenna Tenure Bottled and Bond. Mm. So. so, Will, as we are in your home... And we are drinking your bourbon, yeah. and your brain picked out this flight. What was your inspiration behind it? Man, it's a good question. Honestly, I just picked it random. I said, that looks good, that looks good, that looks good. <laughs> I had no inspiration as far as the race, because the race, honestly, slightly boring. It was. Mm. Um, so I decided not to take inspiration from that, because bourbon is not boring. All right. Well, that's, that's that. Um, sick. Let's start <laughs> talking about some... Some Hungarian Grand Prix then. Uh-huh. Peyton, what were your what were your just initial couple of thoughts you had on this race we just saw? Well, like Will said, it was boring. <laughs> uh, number two, the hard tire, I think we all could see was pretty trash. Awful. Um, once again, don't know what Ferrari's doing. I'm really tired of talking about him. You know, I'm tired of seeing Max, you know, doing everything but having his engine fail and still win. Mm. So, annoyed with that. McLaren. They showed promise before the race started. Don't know where they went. Yeah. Just, uh, I just didn't like the race, to be quite honest. <laughs> with you. I'm glad Mercedes did good. Yeah. And right. Lewis, they got a double podium, but it just uh, did not enjoy the race, to be honest. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. I think it's like the race ended, and I'm like, I'm frustrated. Like, this race just felt icky. Yeah. But I still am satisfied that Mercedes are on the podium. But they're on the podium with Max again, and that's just not what I'm looking for in the races right now. For sure. We have yet to have a non-Ferrari or a non-Red Bull winner this entire season. Correct me if I'm wrong. That's, that's correct. Yep. It's just, it's just not, not exciting. Man. And ultimately, Lando Norris is the only one in the top three teams that has made a podium this year. You mean not in the top three teams? But yeah, it's like not in the top three yeah. teams. He's the only driver of a different team that's yeah. made a podium. So... The podiums have been locked up between Mercedes, Ferrari, Red Bull, yeah. so which is really insert boring. SpongeBob meme new regulations. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, no, I think I, I was everything in me, and y'all heard me like just pulling for some sort of random freak thing to happen in the last ten minutes. I mm. wanted torrential downpour. I wanted yeah. engines exploding. I wanted tires failing. Anything to make it exciting. And all we got was Botas DNFing, and they're just like, oh. Yeah, it's, it's three it's, laps left. What is VSC? It's fine. It's oh, raining. Oh. We're fine. We're yeah, fine. it's like what? Like at least at least get a safety car, bunch them up, and see if Red Bull likes that medicine. Sorry, I will say but... like the the first twenty ish laps were pretty exciting. There was a little bit of shakeup going on, and yeah. then the rest of the good race, overtaking. Yeah, the rest of the race just yeah. When it's boom. when it's a seventy lap race and laps um, twenty five through sixty five or. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I mean well overall, put. still yeah. still good to see. Um, I I based on practice and qualifying, I truly thought the circuit was gonna be better, that like like more exciting, like you're saying, but it just wasn't. Mm. And that's what I think people have been saying about the Hungarian 
Grand Prix is like it's not that exciting of a race, but we were all getting hyped because qualifying was exciting. Yeah. And then it just turned into Max coming from P10, doing a literal 360 on the grid, passing Leclerc twice, mm-hmm. and taking the victory by eight seconds. After he like slowed down for half of that yeah. last lap. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, like Red Bull was honestly the only one. I guess Mercedes, you could argue too, but like Red Bull was the only team that really got the strategy right with the tires. Mm, yeah. Oh yeah. Like just them and Mercedes. Else was I agree. Just kind of a weird variation of it, and Mercedes was pretty good, but it wasn't like spot on yeah. like it was for Red Bull. So well, I think that's been the story of the season. Besides, you know, stuff you can't control like DNFs on engines and stuff is you can just tell which teams have the right, you know, strategy. the right strategy and who has the experience and who doesn't when the, the you know the lights are the brightest yeah yeah so let's uh let's let's focus in on strategy a little bit i mean we got to say it ferrari just absolutely blundered it sucks again what else is new dude who do you who do you think's calling the shots do y'all think it's bonotto do you think it's like a strategy guy i got to say it's benito cuz he he is very quick to defend their strategy all the time well I think historically, Ferrari as a brand is they're very quick to um, defend Ferrari as a brand, and they don't yeah. let anyone talk poor about it. There's a story, um, a driver in the past, he was a world champion, F1 driver, and he talked poorly about the Ferrari brand, and they fired him. Mm-hmm. So I think I think Bonotto is more of a figurehead having to defend Ferrari. I think it's other people pulling the strings. So I don't I don't know. I might but shouldn't wrong. that fall on him, though? Like... Well, yeah, he's the, he's like the yeah, face. he's the face. So. Yeah, like I think at the end of the day, yeah, he's gonna be the scapegoat. But I think his job is to sit there and just defend Ferrari and make them still like an elite brand. Yeah, I mean they'll always be the brand. It's just they gotta win races, um, not yeah. and not get screwed up by strategy or letting your two drivers try to race and then you lose the race win. Also, total side note here. How tall is that guy? I mean, he looks like he's walking around five-year-old kids. Truly. That dude's a monster. He's, he's got to be tall. So, well, I, somebody I get on Google and Google him that. Him and Toto are like about the same height because when they walk, like they're talking anytime, they look pretty close. But Toto is a massive guy. True, true. That guy's yoked. So the race, the race started, it was George on pole, which mm. was fun to see. And then P2 was... Science, Science and P3 was the click. So, the only chance Ferrari has to win the championship is to put everything they have in a Charles Leclerc. Mm. Why did they not swap them immediately? Again, Ferrari is trying to let them both race, and they're going to lose the championship. They're going to honestly lose place in the constructors too. I think I think they've already lost the championship. That that's well, I mean, given, yeah, but the speaking, drivers, but, but also, the but yeah, now they're risking going P three to to Mercedes because Mercedes is like, all right, fine, we'll take your spot. Yeah, I mean, with how reliable Mercedes is, and they just keep picking up the pieces. I mean, what's to stop them? You know? Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought that the the tire management was quite interesting this race because the track was just rejecting the hard tires, and yeah. I think. I don't even know why Alpine went and put uh, hards on both their drivers after they saw that Magnussen uh, had the early um, damage black and orange yeah. flag. He put the hards on and couldn't stay out of 19th or 20th place. I mean, he was stuck back there. Yeah, so. they might have thought like it was having to do with maybe like their car would just was had a little bit more downforce and they could be fine with it, but I guess not. Yeah, I was like, I guess they're assuming that 
uh, with Haas, I thought maybe like Magnussen could just go to the very end of the race, but he probably would have finished the race just in dead last place because the yeah. hards were absolutely not working on this track, which is no. interesting to see. No, that's sad. Um, but ultimately, um, I am happy with the Mercedes 2-3. Peyton, what you got over there? They're saying this guy's only between six foot two and six foot three. I mean, Benito. Yeah, that's I pretty mean, tall. That's pretty I mean, tall. That's taller than me. But, but considering, uh, yeah. but he looks like he's six six out there. So those guys must be minute. minute yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's true. Like most F one drivers are short. I think George is five eleven, and Esteban is like six foot. Esteban Ocon six foot. Oh, they're yeah. they're the two tallest drivers, yeah. and they struggle because they have more like G's on their neck because their head's more exposed. True. And I think Lewis, he's probably just like, he's what, 5'8"? Like, he's like 5'8", five, 5'9", five, yeah. George George Russell's six one. Oh, just kidding. Not 5'11", 6'1". Hey, my six, height, six, so I would struggle in a Formula 1 car. Got it. I think I would dominate in a Formula 1 car. Mm-hmm. Hmm, okay. If any of y'all out there listeners want to sponsor a simulator for us, that we would gladly be, accept. Yes. Please. Yeah. Please. Yeah, what, what else? Not too much there. What, what else? What else in this race? Um, let's see, dude, uh, Alpha Tauri is looking real bad this year. Oh, they they truly have been. Yeah. I don't know what they like is up because last year they were Pierre Gasly. Every once in a while would end up in like the top five. Yeah, I mean they haven't even touched the surface. Do you think Gasly was just crying this entire race, knowing that he signed too early with Alpha Tauri for another year? Now that there's a spot open at Aston. Yeah, I mean, and there but, could be more spots. We I will say happen. though, is Aston really that much better? I mean, other than getting out of the Red Bull it's getting, bubble, I think it's getting out of the Red Bull bubble because he yeah, knows yeah. he's ne- he does not have. Not gonna go anywhere. Well, he can still go if they really want him. He can still go. I mean, it's not like the contract is. Yeah, they just have to buy him out. Yeah, but something tells me Stroll's not going to buy anybody out. If anybody who'd buy out Alonso, that's my guess, because they wanted to get Alonso before Vettel, but he signed with Alpine and then. But it makes no sense for Alonzo to do that. I mean, Correct, but it doesn't mean Stroll doesn't want it. Oh, well, yeah, true. I mean, well, hell, he probably Stroll's... would want to buy out Max Verstappen if he could. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That would be legendary. I would laugh my ass off. That's all I'm saying. One million dollars. Well, what, what if what if like Leclerc is so fed up with Ferrari that he leaves? Yeah. Oh, Ooh. oh, both of y'all just Dude, that's stunned. spicy. Well, you know what? If he gets fed up with Ferrari... And let's say Lewis retires in two or three years. I don't think any of us would blame him. And he switches over to Mercedes. Uh, hot take. Lewis is not retiring until he gets that eighth championship. He'll be around until his bones fall off. <laughs> that's that's what I think about well, him. Well, I think he's got at least three or four more seasons. I, I mean, I do too. I just also think, like, what's really going to – it's going to kind of be like Vettel. Like, if he's still with Mercedes and they fall into a team that actually can't compete for the championship – after like his third try, fourth try, whatever, he's gonna be like, all right, I'm putting all this work in, and it's not working. Yeah, but who else would sign him that can compete for a championship, knowing that he's not going to be around that long? You know, the the tables would have to be very different. Like, McLaren. like it, no, it yeah. would be like McLaren or even Aston Martin three years down the road has yeah, gotten they it together get better. and they got better, and they're gonna sign him to like a one year deal and put all their eggs yeah, in the basket because yeah. like they have a championship contending car, but they don't have a championship contending driver. Apologies, Lance Stroll. You're, you're better than expected than I thought this year. I didn't give you as much credit, but uh, I don't know about F1 champion yet. No, no. <laughs> I don't think that's ever going to happen. I think his ceiling is maybe a top five finish in the standings for the year. Yeah. But well, yeah, maybe. I mean, ultimately, like he's definitely proven like 
He belongs on the grid. He's just not going to be a champion. Yeah, he's That's not going to push it for you. Yeah. Um, I mean, Yuki Tsunoda, I mean, he's kind of all over the place. But Yeah, I don't know. I, I think overall, just with Seb retiring and opening up a grid spot, it's going to leave a lot more room for people to start shuffling pieces and maybe mixing it up a lot. Or the 19 drivers that are left might stay the same and just – uh, well, move, in, move in somebody that's outside F1 in that spot. So, oh, well, well, yeah, I mean, well, Latifi's see. probably going to be gone too. That's true. Go Tifi after the fastest Q, uh, Sector 1 time of the weekend? <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, I don't know. Um, that's, that's a curious case well, because he's, he just damaged the Williams so much this year. Yeah. Going back to um, Aston Martin, Mike. I think the safest route they're going to go, if they can go, is Nico Hulkenberg. He's a reserve driver. He's driven the car. But he's not going to guarantee them, like, the flash of commercial slash also, like, yeah, that'd, that'd be that'd need but to be, like, a backup plan. Well, that's what I'm saying. Almost. That's the safe bet. Yeah. You know, but. I think, I think Hulkenberg is perfectly placed as a reserve driver because he's there because he's good enough to know how to drive the car and take over if, you know, somebody has COVID or is out. But a season-long contender to fight for championship points? I don't know. I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't see Aston Martin doing it, but, you know. Hmm. We'll see. But it's all about Lawrence Stroll and who he likes, so we'll see. Does yeah. he like anybody? Huh? Does he like anybody? I he guess likes he likes Seb. Yeah, he, he told yeah. Said good things. You know who else? WGF1 said this, but Danny Rick is also somebody that could potentially... I don't know, man. Don't just Aston Martin. I don't don't think he should. I don't don't think he should. I'm just saying this is something that might happen. But but depending on what happens with him, he never should have left Red Bull. I don't know, man. He was looking really good in the Renault that second season. Uh, Truly, I think that Red Bull seat number two is a toxic seat um, with Max on the team. Yeah. And it's not like I I don't know necessarily the behind the scenes, but I think as good as Red Bull is, like. Danny would still be in a like quote like toxic position being the number two driver and it wouldn't be good for him. So I'm glad he got out. But I wish he was stuck with it. There's with, there's with, something sorry with a, a Rena. I don't know, that's what I'm, that's what I, I kinda agree with you. Like he just needs to stick with something because yeah, he'd be an Alpine driver right now who's also pretty competitive. Yeah. Neck and neck with the McLaren, but and you'd be on like what, year three, four with them right now? I mean Yeah, so you kinda of have a groove and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but I mean Something, something's got to be up because even today in the race, he was doing pretty well. He was he was hanging in the top ten, and as soon as he got that penalty with Stroll, it's like he gave up. He's like, all right, fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, like, I don't think his mentals are right. Yeah. yeah, I mean that move though was pretty sick. Oh yeah, that double. Pa- oh. Yeah, because be- before his penalty, he did a double overtake on yeah. both Alpines, and that yeah. was classic Danny Ricardo stuff. Like we're hyped to see it, and then what was it? I don't know. By ten laps later, he gets hit, in that. Gets in that with stroll. Yeah, and, and but goes, I, I will say that was stupid because he literally locked up. Like, how could he, um, not like? How, how could he be penalized for something where he locked up? You know, that's just me. I think I it's stupid. there's there's been some commentary that people are talking about that. Um, I think WTF one is talking about a little bit that the stewards are taking. Um, like situational outcomes into consideration whenever they're handing out penalties instead of just the rules so it's like um 
if Ricardo hit him and Stroll spins out and loses six places, they're more likely to penalize him than if he bumps him and they he just keeps on racing and they're they're together. Yeah, right? Does that make I, sense? That's what you're saying. Like if there's actual consequences going on. Which shouldn't necessarily be how they do the rules, but then again, nobody knows which way the stewards are gonna be which weekend. Um, yeah, this whole double head stewards or whatever like basic directors. Oh, dual, uh, dual race directors? I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. There's too much inconsistency. Mm-hmm. I went a little short. Uh-oh. Peyton, what are you doing over there? Oh, uh, you know, I'm just pouring up round two for the boys. I like it. Which is Russell's Reserve. A little 10-year, right? 10-year. Mm. Love it. Tastes like vanilla, in my opinion. I made a boo-boo, boys. Hold on. It's all good. It's all good. We'll clean up. No worries. I, I love that our race review has consisted mostly talking about what we think the next year's grid's going to look like because... That's how boring it was. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like, okay, so Danny Rick made a nice pass. Um, um, Max came from 10, did a 360, and then ended up first. Bull. I, I, was, uh, I think we should talk about a little bit uh, Lewis Hamilton's pace. Yeah, that's true. Especially yeah. on the softs. Uh, there at the end, he looked really good. His last and 30 laps. Him and George both multiple times throughout the race put in fastest laps. Lewis ended up with the fastest lap. I mean, that's... Extra point. point. That's proof right there that they got pace. They got pace. They're, they're definitely not... They're still like probably like a, a couple tenths off of Red Bull. And, yeah. and maybe even Ferrari, too. Yeah. Like, but, like, they're, they're getting there. They're so close. I think... See how they are after the break. Yeah, I yeah. think they'll be challenging after the break um, more consistently at the front, like not being off the pace. But that's just me. And even Sergio, I mean, he went from 11th to 5th? 6th. Yeah, 5th. 6th, yeah. So, I mean, they barely showed him all race. And, you know, I think, the, I think we're kind of skeptical about Sergio, but he still quietly found a way to climb in there and get some solid points. That's so. true. Yeah, uh, Sergio split the Ferraris, which was oh, okay, funny to right. watch. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about this during the race. Just Sergio is starting to put on the results that got Albon and Gasly yeah. kicked out. So he needs to get his act together. That's what I'm saying. Like, There's got to be something behind closed doors where they're just like, I don't know. Something's happening because as soon as he got good, it's like they just snuffed out his light and he's back to yeah. being... Because everybody was on the Sergio train. Yep. Especially after Monaco. It's true. I feel like Helmet Marco found him in the middle of the night and, like, drug him out and told him, like, if he, if he ever tries to beat Max again, <laughs> he'll be finished. I mean, it's it's crazy because one day Max will be done. What is, like, I feel like Red what, Bull... What, he's 23? I mean, that's going to be a long time. I know, time. I know. I'm just saying one day, like, in 20 years, he'll be done, right? 20 years. <laughs> um, he'll be 43. He'll be great. Um... And Red Bull has put, like, I feel like they're going to be so accustomed to having Max Verstappen. I feel like they won't know what to do with someone other than Yeah, I think they'll have some down years. Yeah, for sure. Um, Obviously, they're going to ride his wave for as long as they can. I get it, but it's just, I'll be curious for one day. Well, I mean, I thought about this the other day, that Red Bull had a great run with Seb. Seb had four titles in a row. And then they fell off when the turbo hybrid era came in, and yeah. Mercedes dominated for the past seven, I'll call it seven and a half, because mm-hmm. they went eight, eight constructors, seven um, world titles. But now it's back to Red Bull's time. So, I mean, in the past 
12, 13, now 14-ish years, it's just been Red Bull and Mercedes back yeah. and forth. So how long is this Red Bull reign going to last? True. I will say that actually is frustrating in itself because I want it to, there to be a Ferrari dominance or yeah. or McLaren or, or Alpine. I don't even care. Just somebody different. Well, but the closest Ferraris come in the last decade was, and I totally forgot about this, but they were runner-ups runner in 17 and 18 with Seb. That's, That's kind of like the closest they got, you know, after the Schumacher. That's true. Like, that was back when they, like, Mercedes finally had Botas um, mm -hmm. after. That was right when he began, right? It was 2017, his first year with Mercedes? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And then, but yeah, they, they like, dominated, but Ferrari was the next best. Yeah. For sure. Um, but, could they, did they have Leclerc as well during that time? Leclerc was Alfa Romeo in 2018. Yeah. Was it Saber or whatever? Sa Saber. Saber, yeah. yeah. Alfa Romeo, whatever. He, yeah. he was there, and then he moved up to Ferrari. Was that when Seb went to... They were teammates. I thought they were for, for a year. year. So was yeah. it that would have been 2019 when Charles got there, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they signed him to some ridiculous like five-year contract, yeah. like one of the longest. Yeah, because I think he's out in 24. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm hoping for some, I guess, uh, not this year, obviously, but next year, hopefully it'd be great to see somebody else at the front, mm -hmm. but. So, now that we've spent plenty of time talking about the race, and that for some aspects it wasn't as exciting, and how um, it's crazy that Ferrari can't figure out how the heck to do strategy. Do y'all want to talk about how bad we are at predictions? Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> do we need to talk about that? <laughs> so, in our last episode, I think we talked about that there's nowhere else to go for us but up, because we thought we did pretty bad last week. Yeah. Now, I remind you, last week, uh, I got three points, Will got three points, and Peyton got two points. Two. That's out of ten, right? So, mm. I mean, we thought that was pretty bad. But just wait to hear this week's predictions. Boy, are we wrong. Well, you got the predictions pulled up? Peyton, you got them pulled up? I do not. I don't even want to look at them. I think uh, Will should pour us another drink while we listen yeah, to these predictions. <laughs> let, me, let me run y'all through our predictions while, while we start um, getting ready for pour number three here. But qualifying. Jared had Leclerc, Norris, Sainz. Will had Leclerc, Verstappen, Sainz. And Peyton had Verstappen, Leclerc, Norris. All safe bets for P1, truly. Um, I think we just we just we all went 0 for 3 there because yep. it was Russell and P1, yep. which was a total shock. Yep. Cool to see though. Signs P2 and Leclerc P3. Uh, you would think Leclerc would out qualify Signs, but that didn't happen. No. Nope. And Lando came off the pace there. Was he P4? He was P4. P4. He was so, quick. So yeah. he was right quick. there. But man, um, zero for three on qualifying. Yeah, that's all right. We great. I will start. say qualifying is, or I would say race is even harder. But like, that's tough, man. There, yeah. There's at least seven to eight drivers that can be on those top three. We yeah. we might find ourselves later in the season after summer break getting news so bad that we'll have to just give ourselves half points for having somebody right in the top three. Yeah, as long as they're in the top three, yeah. for sure. Uh, well, what, what what do you have for race? Race results here. Yeah, so Jared, you came out with P1 of Leclerc, P2 Russell, P3 Sainz. Um, and then 
I put down the Claire P1, Signs P2, Russell P3. So I got P3 right, mm. which is awesome. And then Peyton had Science as P1, Russell P2, Lando P3. But the final was, or I guess the actual, was Verstappen P1, Hamilton P2, Russell P3. Tough. That is tough. So uh, I got lucky with a P3, Russell. Yeah, that nobody, saved you. Yep. Nobody had <laughs> Verstappen in their top three, and everyone just, had at least... Uh, no, everyone had... Uh, okay, Peyton did it, but... I only had, had one had Ferrari. Double, double Ferrari podium. Not even on the podium. Well, and also, it just... Max was P10. I just thought like he would have a hard yeah. time getting through the field. They say it's a hard track to overtake. They call it Monaco without walls. Exactly. But yet he, he climbed 10 spots. Dude, annoying. Um, yeah, so that's tough. And then, so so right now, out of, what is it, 3, 6, 9, 12, 15, 18 possible points that we score between us, we got one. <laughs> so right. embarrassing. Let's go, let's go bold predictions here. Um, Jared, I don't know why I do this all the time, but Red Bull DNF. <laughs> just, <laughs> I just want it so bad. Because usually it's pretty good odds, dude. It's, so. decent, it's decent odds. Um, I really thought that spin could have been it. Or I really thought at the end of the race, Max might have lost his tires. Well, Max and Sergio both were kind of complaining. Well, they complain a lot anyways. But they had <laughs> they had problems they were complaining about. So, you know, you kind of thought maybe, maybe they'll slip up, have something wrong. So, no points for Jared on that one. And the second one, I got brutally wrong. And I, I knew my doom from the very start when Magnuson went to the back. But I, I said double Haas points. And it just did not but, happen. I mean, Mick looked maybe on for some points, but he did not. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. Quiet, quiet back of the grid weekend for Haas. Um, mm. Will, why don't you walk us through yours? Yeah, so I had Lewis beating both Red Bulls. You I almost the got there. I, it was, yeah. I just, if there was 15 more laps. True, true. Honestly, right. if there was like four more laps. Or if there was oh, just yeah. a real safety car. That's true. That's true, yeah. I just felt like Lewis really had, like, I, I had a feeling he was having a good weekend, and Red Bull was not, so I just thought it was, it was a good one. But. What's funny about your, your uh, podium, though, is that Lewis isn't on your podium, so that means, like, Lewis would have gotten P4, and then they would have been 5 and 6 or something like that. So you Correct. bleed you bleed him enough to beat the Red Bulls, but not enough to Right, no, I thought they were using, like, be P4, and the Red Bulls were going to be 5, 6, 7, something mm-hmm. like that. But uh, the second one was no McLaren points. Uh, I had no faith in McLaren, even though I love them. And yeah. I really thought Norris would fall out of the top ten. Same with and Ricardo. And he finished P7, I P7, think. P7, right? yeah. So I got that one wrong. Um, but Ricardo did fall out of the top ten, um, which is sad that I'm, I was correct in that. I don't want to be correct, but it's sad that it's true. You know? So, yeah, um, zero points for Will there, too. Long story short. <laughs> what you got? What you got, Peyton? Well, you know, like the my two predecessors here, hot garbage on bold predictions. Hot garbage. Um, I had Ricardo top five. However, I will say, this didn't count because I did it after the fact, but I did call the bold prediction of Charles finishing between six and eight, and he got six. That's, I mean, yeah. That's a good point. It I mean, it's official. not going to count. Right. But right, right. 
I'm going to take, you know, bragging rights on that one. Uh, hey, absolutely. But still zero points. Um, the next one was just nowhere close. Um, Alfa Romero getting double points. Botas, he was he was right there in 10th, but then, you know, his Ferrari engine crapped out. Shocker. And then I don't know Shocker. what Zoe was doing. I think he finished 18th or 19th. I'm, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It was it was a time. really strange race for a lot of the lower teams because they didn't yeah. get talked about a lot, but Haas at the bottom, Alfa Romeo at the bottom. I think people were so just enthralled with Max coming up to the front and then it, the Ferraris yeah. losing that on the That whole podium. top six, yeah. Well, and then once the Alpines had the hards on, everyone was like, well, they have sucky tires, no one really cares, you know. Obviously, Ferrari didn't take note of that, though. <laughs> Um, so yeah, after our lovely set of predictions, because we're so good at it, yeah, um, that brings <laughs> us to a grand total from the past two Grand Prix. Uh, Will in first place with four points. Let's go. Jared in second place with three points, and Peyton bringing up the rear with two points. Cheers. Hey man. Yeah. So you uh, can get not, a possible ten points though, so that could be a swing. Not oh, great. this is by no means over. <laughs> Will's batting two hundred. I'm batting one fifty. Peyton's batting one hundred. So we're. Uh, yeah, that's not all stars yet, guys. We're not on. I've the seen major game. leaguers bat one hundred though. So <laughs> they're usually a catcher, but. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, Dang. But you know we're gonna get better. I think we're getting yep. better about being concise about our predictions. For sure. Um, ultimately, we just need to be paying attention. I think yeah. a little bit better. Yeah. Well, I think I think once as we get more in the groove, but what better way to get in the groove than take three or four weeks off? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, yeah. So what what do y'all got for thoughts during during the summer break? Man, um, I think we should definitely we should dive into theories on why Ferrari has not done well this season. I don't why think the whole summer it. break. Hey man, I'm just saying I think it can make for some interesting theories. I think we'll have some some special episodes recording some just like, you know, general thoughts we have. We we spend a lot of time off air just talking about Ridiculous theories and ideas, and, True. and uh, just some bold. Maybe tapes. we just need to hit the record button and see what happens. Honestly, Peyton, what you got any thoughts? Yeah, I'm interested to see you know who makes the biggest jump after the summer break, and I'm interested to see if McLaren does what they like doing and kind of sucking it up, you know, the first part of the year before the summer break, and then get Turn it on, yeah, okay. get the bulk of their points after the break. I don't know why they like doing that, but it seems like that's kind of their. Their pattern, yeah, their pattern lately. So I, I'm interested to see, yeah, who makes the biggest jump after, after the break. Yeah. So I, I read or read or heard this. Are teams allowed to truly work on their car? I think it's I think it's an actual break. I think yeah. no work is done from okay. today up until like the week before the, week the, next, before the race. next race. Okay. And so they're like, it's truly a break. Okay. And so they're collecting all the data they can from this weekend, sitting on it. And then acting yeah. on it in three weeks. Now I think they can finish, like say they're in the middle of production of new parts. I think they can finish that. Okay. They can't. They just can't do any new production. Start new projects, essentially. Yeah, gotcha. I think is how it works. Nice. Well, I mean, who polices that? Is there an FIA person at every single like headquarters? Probably. Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. They probably make routine checks like three times a week or something like that. You know what? We got we got a couple weeks to figure this out. We should yeah. look into it. I agree. We should I feel like that's so easy. Yeah, actually, this, this is what we're going to do. We're going to get on a plane, we're going to go to Milton Keynes, and we're going to go hit up the Rebel factory, and we're going to sabotage them. 
I, yes. I feel like that'd be so easy to get away with, though. It's like your RA in college coming down the halls doing room checks, and you just hide all your, your alcohol and everything, you know, and special spots. We're like, not working on anything. And then they're like, yeah, oh, nothing's here. Y'all are fine. And then as soon as they leave, you know, we keep drinking, you know? I mean... I just feel uh, like it'd be super easy to get away with if that was the thing. I guess it depends on if they're, like, checking cameras, being super intensive. Yeah, that would make more sense. Yeah, but... Um, I don't know, man. I um, I think we just like I think we just need to go and check on our like check ourselves, make sure everything's going smoothly. You know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. <laughs> we're so we're getting tickets. Ourselves. That's what we're do. <laughs> Checking the 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 um, production. We'll say we're janitors. Obviously. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Be like we'll be like interns or something. We'll figure it out. Anyways. Y'all hear that. Anybody okay. got any ideas? Let us know. Well, I have Jared walk up to the front desk. Yes, I am the uh, janitorial director. These are my two assistants, and we need to check the premise. <laughs> the sweep the Honestly, premise. Yeah. What's even funnier is that we would walk in and we wouldn't know what the hell's going on. Yeah. <laughs> We'd be like, uh, cool. That's, a, that's like a... This trash can's empty. Like it. <laughs> yeah. Guys, we all know that our in is with Alpha Towery because Alpha Towery is sponsored by the company that owns the ERP we use every day. Yeah, so yeah. through that line of thinking we could definitely make it happen anyways this has been a really great hungarian grand prix review grand prix so great did we did we get to point number three yeah bro that's what's in your hand sir excellent okay so final thought on the race and one thought of the second half how it's going to unfold will go final thought on the race probably needs to figure their life out um and What'd you say? Thoughts for the second half of the season after the summer break? Correct. One thought. Um, both Mercedes drivers are going to beat Charles Leclerc in the driver's standings. All right. I see that happening. Peyton? Um, race thoughts. Um, the rich get richer. Mm. You could tell who's been there before. You have good strategy. Um, after summer break, I'm going to assume Ferrari's going to keep imploding. So, I agree. I wouldn't be surprised if the Mercedes drivers, both of them, beat Charles in the standings after the break. Mm. Jared? Dude, I, I actually uh, like how you said that, the rich get richer, because you can tell who's been there before. Mm. Uh, Red Bull is just kind of cool and collected, because Max has been through a championship fight before. Well, and even Mercedes, too. They're, yeah. like, they're like, yes, we're not the fastest car but we know how to pick up points man for we sure know what we're doing mm-hmm. uh, my thoughts on the race was yeah um, it's good to see Mercedes actually on pace mm-hmm. with the title contenders because they have been doing that we've been here before we know how to just stick it in and the only DNF they had the whole season is Russell crashing out in the um, British Grand Prix true so they actually are now in a place where they're competitive with pace, not just overall strategy and composure. Right. Good to see that. Uh, thoughts on the second half? Um, I think that McLaren will figure it out and they'll be finishing ahead of Alpine at the end of the season. I love it. I would agree with that. So I think that's that. Um, front end, uh, I'm sure Max is going to clinch it early. And then, yeah, we'll be seeing Mercedes and Ferrari figure out if Ferrari wants to figure it out or if Mercedes is just going to keep keep going. One one thought, real quick. Um, 
You know what is crazy is how McLaren and Ferrari were neck and neck last year. And Ferrari made the whole jump of being third best to literally competing for a championship. Mm-hmm. Not so much anymore, but like the car yeah. capable of it. And McLaren literally, I think, took a step backwards. For which sure. Which is crazy to me. Yeah, I think overall, this is getting way ahead of the game, but next year, I believe, is going to be really exciting because people have had a whole year of new regulations under the belt. Yeah. And we'll really see who got it right. Hot take. Whoa. McLaren's R&D department isn't working on cars. It's seeing how long they can make Zach's hair stay without a single hair moving with all that hair gel. Hot take. You heard it first. Oh, my God. Payton with the... uh, (laughs) <laughs> some might call it hot some might call it ridiculous dude that thing doesn't move it's almost like a wig <laughs> it's stiff <laughs> got gel for days yeah <laughs> oh man um, alright well any other closing thoughts shall we wrap this thing up man I've got nothing I think after that I can't follow it up yeah yeah <laughs> I'm good summer, summer yeah. break we'll, uh, we'll get y'all with some content and for sure we're hoping to see y'all there Jinx. you owe me a bourbon alright well, boys <laughs> This is Jared. This is Will. This is Peyton. This has been F1 Flights. Flights, 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 flights.